1: well, right now, United Auto Workers in Wentzville are voting on GM's contract offer. We're going to take a look at what's in the proposal.
2: And Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey releases a new report on former St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. What this report says about his efforts to remove her from office and the events leading up to her resignation.
1: And the buck stops here. The Missouri numbers are in after the opening weekend of firearm deer season. Good morning, everybody. It's Bowtie Tuesday, November 14th. You're watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Perzborn.
2: I'm Blair Leday. I hope you guys are feeling uh, lovely this morning. Thank lovely. you for waking up with us. Look at this lovely view. Live look from our uh, Together Credit Union roof cam. And we're checking on Angela Huddy, making sure she's okay because it's cold out there. She's looking at that <laughs> adamantamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamam
1: how do you call
3: it? Anemometer? <laughs> Anemometer, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, bored this morning. Doesn't have any wind to measure right now. So uh, it is very calm winds, which is good because as Blair mentioned, it is Uh, cold this morning we're at 36 at lambert airport much of the area is below freezing so headed out to the bus stop this morning or wherever your day is headed uh remember that it's quite chilly but we're not adding to that cold feel with the wind chill thankfully this morning 36 here in the six seven o'clock hour right where we are but again away from lambert airport away from metro st louis it is several degrees colder this afternoon though look at that nice temperature warm-up plenty of sunshine today, just a few clouds and a nice southeasterly wind will boost those temperatures right back into the mid 60s. So Again, though, it is chilly this morning, so don't just think about that 65. Be prepared for that 36 this morning. We'll talk a lot more about how long the mild air sticks around and our next rain chances coming up in just a little bit. But right now, it's time to check in on our roadways. Amelia? We have a new traffic
0: incident, and this
3: is popping in downtown
0: St. Louis. It is on the westbound side of I-70, right past the McKinley Bridge, causing a lot of slowdowns for folks out there. So let me show you what I'm talking about. Here is a live look at that. You can see EMS crews are blocking that far right hand lane to right hand lanes. In fact, only two lanes are getting through. You can see all the brake lights and all the congestion that's already forming. Now this isn't miles and miles worth of congestion. You will be tapping the brakes more towards that McKinley Bridge area, but as you get a little bit closer to the stand usual veterans Memorial Bridge, that is not going to see a lot of slowdowns out there, so maybe budget for a few extra minutes if you're headed that way, Blair and John.
1: United Auto Workers in Wentzville face a critical decision this morning. They are voting right now on whether or not to accept a new contract from General Motors following their recent strike.
2: And the Power of Two's Laura Simon is live with a look at how this process works. And Laura, you say people are already lining up there early this morning.
0: Absolutely, Blair and John. So the voting all got started at 4.30 this morning. It'll continue until 4.30 tomorrow morning. So workers are currently back under a tentative deal, but this ratification process will seal the deal, at least if the majority of union members vote yes. And that's yet to be seen. We'll find that out sometime tomorrow morning, but this all comes on the heels after the United Auto workers at the General Motors assembly plant in Flint, Michigan, turned down GM's proposed contract, which did come to a. it came as a bit of a surprise to some people, but not everyone here in the Saint Louis area was surprised by this. It was a narrow decision. of people there in Flint voted against it, while 48.2% voted for it. The proposal would have increased workers' starting pay by 25%, raised the top wage by a third, and it would have included cost of living adjustments. Back here in Wentzville, I've been catching up with people I first talked with when the auto workers' strike began back in mid-September. And at the time, they were asking for things like a nearly 40% pay raise, medical benefits after retirement, and a four-day work week. The plant in Wentzville is one of the three original plants where the UAW strike started. A millwright I interviewed tells me that They've been back to work since October 31st when the auto workers reached a tentative deal. And here's what this tentative deal actually entails that people are voting on right now here today. A 25% pay increase, cost of living adjustments, richer contributions to the pension plan and 401Ks. It also keeps their health care intact, which was a big sticking point. And they also won the right to strike if the automakers close any plants. In the past they were not able to do that i spoke with former local 2250 president glenn coggie who tells me he supports the deal he voted yes less than an hour ago here at their union office and he does think the vote is going to end up being pretty close
1: just the talk on the floor the general concerns that we aren't getting as much as what we could have gotten Uh, there's a lot of people that say things like uh Well, you never take the first offer. Well, this isn't the first offer. Our negotiators have been sitting across the table from corporate negotiators for months. And there's been a lot of back and forth.
0: There are about 3,700 local, 2,250 members here in Wentzville. And Coggy tells me he expects about 2,000 of those members to actually come out here and cast their vote. And after the voting process wraps up at 4.30 tomorrow morning, the counting process will begin. He expects to hear some sort of announcement on whether or not this goes through uh, sometime between 8 and 9 a.m. tomorrow. But he does tell me he would be surprised if it doesn't pass here in Wentzville. Reporting live in Wentzville this morning, I'm Laura Simon.
2: Thank you, Laura. Well, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey released a long report with details on his effort to oust former St. Louis Circuit attorney Kim Gardner from office. Fire of two's Chris Renier is live in downtown with details on what's in this
4: report, Chris. Blair, good morning to you. The Kim Gardner report, as Bailey titles it, is 62 pages long. It says that Gardner's knowing and willful dereliction of her duties as circuit attorney created a profound failure and the need to remove her from office. Bailey releasing that report late last night. We are just outside the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's office here, that office inside the Carnahan building just behind us. The highlights of Bailey's report include what Bailey terms Gardner's delay tactics, which he says threatened to defeat the purpose of his writ of quo warranto that was the legal document used to remove her from office. Bailey's report says that Missouri statutes don't protect the public against what he calls usurpers who may seek public office again. The report concludes that Gardner's pursuit of an advanced nursing degree while holding office showed a lack of accountability. And finally, Bailey says that Gardner failed to effectively manage staffing in her office or provide adequate training. The dispute between Bailey and Gardner went on for months before Gardner finally resigned back in May. Bailey contending that Gardner was not doing her job because she failed to prosecute violent crime. But Gardner argued that Bailey's pursuit to oust her was purely political. Bailey says he published a report to put into the public domain what went wrong in this case, how it happened, and the systems that need to be put in place to prevent this kind of situation from happening again. Bailey's saying the public has a right to know about what he calls the mistakes that Gardner made and how the circuit attorney's office was stabilized after she resigned. We are reaching out to Gardner to try and get her response to the report. Gabe Gore is now the St. Louis circuit attorney. He was appointed by Governor Parson after Gardner's resignation. For now, live downtown. I'm Chris Jay.
1: Thanks, Chris. The United Food and Commercial Workers Union announces it is organizing a campaign for cannabis workers across Missouri. UFCW Local 655 is the first union in Missouri to successfully organize cannabis workers. It has already won union elections in the industry. And after a six-figure settlement with Shangri-La dispensary in Columbia, over unfair labor practices, uh, there was interest among workers. It continues to grow.
2: A 90-year-old woman shot and killed early last Friday morning in East St. Louis is now identified, according to the Belleville News Democrat. Police say Trinity Bateman was shot in the 4,000 block of State Street. Uh, she went to Touche Regional Hospital, where she later died. East St. Louis police say she was shot after an argument. No arrests have been made so far.
1: A name is released of uh, the man in Milstadt that police say was driving around with a fake police vehicle fitted with sirens and emergency lights. His name is 55-year-old Raymond Signorino, and he is charged with four counts, including possession of police equipment and for having an unauthorized license plate. Those are both Class A misdemeanors. Milstadt police say they pulled uh, Signorino over and and took him into custody on Friday. They say if uh, he pulled you over or you had any personal interactions with him, please call Millstock police.
2: From our you pay for team, millions of dollars for Metro blocked by the St. Louis County Council could finally be freed up today. Council members deadlocked on approving $128 million for by state transit. Three Democrats voted for the money, but three Republicans voted against it. Now, one of those republicans, council member Mark Carter, says he'll support the funding. So his change of heart came after a meeting with ByState state CEO Toby Roach. A state has agreed to improvements in the Colorado program. The money issue could come before the council, county council today and then be approved within weeks.
1: Missouri firearms deer hunting season started this past Saturday, and hunters—they said—they had a solid start, and the numbers reflect that. They bagged a total of ninety thousand three hundred and thirty-four deer during opening weekend. About fifty-three thousand were antlered bucks, thirty thousand were does. These numbers are in line with the average of the past five years. Last year's opening weekend was slightly higher, with ninety-three thousand three hundred and fifty-five deer that were checked. Firearm deer hunting season continues through next Tuesday, November 21st, and it begins this weekend in Illinois.